Hey, this is Michael Lindsay from VitalMX, and today we're going to take some time to talk about Ken Roxon's current situation. Of course, we just finished up the first round of the World Supercross Championship, where Kenny came second overall to Eli. We're going to explain his situation in that series a little bit more because we think there's been some confusion um, on his situation, team, bike, things of that nature, what his relationship with Honda is at this point, and also talk a little bit about what some of Ken's options are going forward and into the 2023 season. So first off, talking about World Supercross. Yes, Kenny is riding for a Honda team in World Supercross, but it is not American Honda. It is not Honda HRC. It is a team called Honda Genuine Honda Racing. Uh, this is an extension of the Honda Australia team that is owned and run by Yuriv Konsky. He also runs the Firepower Honda team here in America. So you'll see that program kind of has a mix of those sponsors and the riders from all of his programs in this World Supercross effort. Because the race World Supercross, you either have to be a wild card, which can only race one round, like we saw Eli Tomac do. We explained in a video about Tomac two days ago about his whole situation. You can click uh, down description below to get the info on that. Um, but for Kenny, he wanted to do a whole series. He had signed up with the, the promoters, are paying him basically to be there. He's getting a show fee beyond what the other riders are. But because he wanted to do all the rounds, he had to be attached to a team. We did a rumor mill way back early, super, or early outdoors where we said, hey, it will be this Honda team. It will be Firepower Honda's uh, World Supercross team Kenny will end up on. We were just curious at the time if it was going to be an HRC bike, one of their bikes. But ultimately, as we've seen, that Honda relationship here in America with Kenny has definitely fallen apart. They've named Colt Nichols to the team now to replace him. Uh, there was some contention over his deal where he came out on James Stewart's Bubba's World podcast and said that Honda had revoked the offer, taken it off the table because he wanted to do a World Supercross. Our sources of Honda say, no, we've never taken the deal off the table. It was still on the table even when he did that podcast. But yes, there was a clause in there that he could not compete in World Supercross. Kind of like they've done the whole time they've had him is he's not doing off-season races. They're paying him a ton of money on no injury clauses to stay here and do good. Um, it was a big price drop. They had offered Kenny a Supercross-only deal going into 23. Kenny said himself on the, the Bubba's World podcast that it was a fair amount. What we've heard... From a couple good sources, it was probably around 750 grand for the season. Considering Kenny, at one point when he first signed with Honda, was rumored to be making three to 3.3 million a year. It's definitely a big cutback, but of course, you know he's never been able to quite get the job done on a championship. The six years he's been with Honda, there's been a lot of up and downs, and they were signing him to SX only, so thus the price reduction. But probably the bonuses were going to be higher if we had to guess. You know, try to push a little bit more performance-related. Um, that's not the same deal, again, the Colt ended up with. He got a Supercross-only deal, but not for that kind of money. So ultimately, yeah, that relationship, uh, mostly with what happened on Stewart's podcast, what he said is pretty much fractured his relationship with American Honda. There, There's no going back, basically, for him at this point. They filled his spot. Um, there are some people that speculate, oh, he's riding a Honda World Supercross. He'll get through that, and they'll kiss and make up. Not happening. It's, it's one of the longest shots there could possibly be. Um, he's going to finish out these two rounds of World Supercross on that Honda for Yuriv Konsky. Again, that is actually genuine Honda's bike. They built it. They didn't get any help from HRC, no components or anything. Um, so it's basically a privately built Honda without work support. So you'll see like the HDS exhaust, factory connection, suspension, a few items on the bike. They're like, okay, that's, you know, not as, not the works bike he's been riding. Um, it did have his own graphics on it, however, because he has a lot of sponsors aren't associated with the team, namely Fox, Red Bull. The team has like this froth branding that's a cleaner. It's on the helmets. Um, they have Fly Racing, so it didn't work with any of sponsors. But Uribe was able to make a deal work where, hey, 
Kenny still brings value to the team and the fact that it helps him in the team championship. The genuine Honda team gets mentioned a lot because of it. They didn't have to really pay Kenny anything. They're supplying the equipment, travel, a few things like that. But Kenny's pay is really coming from the series. So it all kind of worked out. He looks like he's on his own deal, but he kind of isn't. It's a weird scenario there. So yes, in World Supercross, he's on a Honda team. It's a privately supported Honda team. But he's kind of on the team, kind of not, if that makes sense. Um, that team is not really an option for the U.S. next year because, again, in the U.S., they operate as Firepower Honda. Firepower is part of WPS, Fly. All's got to be a Fly. All the money that operates that team really comes from there. There's, there's going to be no budget to pay Kenny out of any of the sponsors unless he drops all of his personal deals, which wouldn't be worth it for him personally. Um, and then Honda has no interest in being involved, so they're not going to help fund it on the back end of his salary. So that's where, you know, kind of leaves him in limbo going into 23. So what are those options? Um, there are some whispers out there, some real small rumors. Um, there has been talk, of course, about Monster Energy Yamaha being a possibility, being that Tomac's SX only. That leaves them with only Ferrandis coming outdoors. Um, based on some contacts we have there, at talk there doesn't seem to be as strong as we thought. You know, there's definitely a possibility, but the the talk of them having a third full-time 450 guy has seemed to die off a little bit as of recently. It's an option, but we're not going to say it's a strong one. There's also a rumor floating around that Kenny has purchased his own Kawasaki KX450 in Florida and was going to be riding that after World Supercross, um, a rumor of a potential test with Monster Energy Kawasaki. And now when it comes to either this or Star Yamaha, first thing people are going to say is, oh, he's with Red Bull. Yes, he does have a Red Bull contract through 2023, but we've been stating this for about six months now. We've been told by a good source that Red Bull is okay with letting him out of his contract. And when we say okay, it sounded like earlier this year the relationship maybe wasn't as good, where it was more like, yeah, we'd be fine with him leaving. He's doing a lot more with Red Bull as of recently, you know, having the low branding on the bike in World Supercross. He's getting ready to do Red Bull straight rhythm, so maybe helping bring those uh, ties back together a little bit between him and Red Bull. But at the same time, if his only option is to go ride for a monster back team next year, we don't think it's going to be much of an issue for them to get out of that contract. Um, we don't think anybody's going to really hold them on that. Um, so, yes, Cowie could be a possibility. There's been talk for a little while about them potentially running a third full-time guy next year. They currently have Jason Anderson and Adam Cianciarello under contract for next year. Jason is in an existing contract. AC has just re-signed to stay. So they could bring Kenny on with the track record they've had, mostly with Adam, sadly, of getting hurt. Like, hey, they... They commonly have a bike sitting around, so it wouldn't be a bad idea for them. Again, though, these rumors, they're basically whispers at this point. There's a little bit talk about it, but nothing that really makes us go, okay, he's going to go do this. Um, one other option that would fit all of his sponsors is Red Bull KTM. They were willing to run Dungy full-time next year. That option was on the table. They were willing to go to 4450 guys. They're having a third semi built to take to all the races um, to redo be their new hospitality unit, take their old hospitality trailer and turn it into more of a race trailer and put the 250s there since they have Tom Bial and Max Volan this year um, on 250s. So that gives Red Bull KTM two 250s and then Aaron Plessinger, Cooper Webb, and Marvin Muskan on 450s. However, two of those deals are Supercross only, Cooper's and Marv's, but Cooper does have an outdoor option. Marv doesn't. You know, again, He's been there. It sounds like it didn't end well when he left KTM, but also he still has some good contacts there. Uh, between the Red Bull deal, maybe they they have him back. Go there for dirt cheap. Get to keep your Fox deal. Get to keep your Red Bull deal. Get a pretty low base salary deal. Go make it happen. Maybe he can end up there again. That's a possibility, but again, it's more of a speculation. Not a lot of people are talking about it. 
Um, the team we've heard that's maybe been the most has been trying to make him an offer. It sounds like is maybe HEP, but they also, as of when we talked to them at the Super Motocross uh, presser, didn't even have their deal done with Suzuki for next year. So the the size of that team it's still building up. We don't know if Kenny would go that route. So where it comes down to is kind of our speculation for twenty three of what we could see as being a very possible option. Uh, what if Kenny takes a sabbatical? from AMA racing. We see it happen in MotoGP. We see it happen in F1. Heck, we see it happen in like football when guys like, you know, a deal's not available that they want, something that fits the bill for them. They potentially could sit out a year and wait to see kind of what happens. I think somebody of Kenny's caliber doesn't have to show up on his own bike and really be even a fill-in. He can just kind of await his time. Um, What else could work into that is he's the other than Eli doing the one race, he's the only really big 450 name that opted to go to a World Supercross. Supposedly, World Supercross will be a 10 to 12 round championship in 23, starting midsummer on. If they are still willing to pay uh, Kenny a good upfront fee, it's rumored to be 200 to 250 grand around this year, which across two rounds, that's good money, four to five hundred thousand dollars start money. Uh, however, across 10 to 12 rounds next year, it'd be hard to see them pay that much money that many rounds. So that's a lot of budget. Yeah, everybody, oh, they got $50 million of investor money. That goes really quick over five years. They can't just drop two to three million for one rider every year in that situation. So maybe they come back to Kenny and offer him 100 grand, 100 grand up front of race, 150, something more in the middle. Okay, that's still million, million and a half dollars depending how you spread and how many rounds it is. That's not bad. Maybe he works out a deal similar to what he has now with Genuine Honda. Still gets to run Fox. Still gets to run Red Bull. If he's only running World Supercross, that would affect both his Fox and Red Bull deal. He'd probably have to renegotiate them. Uh, especially a gear deal typically has stuff in there. How many rounds you're racing. What series they're in. Are you on a factory team? What the promotion is. So it could cut back those pays. But still, if you're just going super rough estimate, or at least the way we are, you could easily theorize that even with gear deal cuts doing all that you know he could go race 10 to 12 rounds of world supercross and make well over two million dollars a year not a bad payday good place for kenny to kind of go reset his his career maybe for a year get to be the fan favorite get to travel get to the stuff he says he's interested in right now uh get to you know kind of get back to the winning ways go for a championship uh likely win it um and depending on who else shows up and then maybe reevaluate coming back to AMA in 24, get to have those conversations started early when people have budget, show them that, hey, I'm willing to race and do this. Or maybe he ends up just liking what he's doing over there and he decides to stay that route for a few years. Kenny himself said at World Supercross in an interview, we saw that he's just kind of talking about like it feeling like a new chapter of his racing career right now. That can mean a lot of things. Don't know where Kenny's headspace is at, but definitely seems like he's open to options at this point. So again, that's our little bit of rumor mill theoretical for the year is there are the possibility of him ending up at multiple AMA US factory level teams, albeit they all are kind of like, eh, maybe, maybe not. Um, And there is the potential he could just take a sabbatical and race World Supercross for a full year and maybe change, again, the direction of his career. So we'd like to hear your thoughts in the comments section below. What do you think is really the most likely deal? Could you see him doing the sabbatical in the World Supercross deal? Or do you think he'll do everything in his power to race AMA next year, no matter what the team deal is? Like I said, it's a fun opinion one. Let's hear it. Throw it down there. Give us a thumbs up, like, subscribe, and thanks for watching.